Hi everybody, this is Lisa Bustan. I am an internationally known medium and psychic and clairvoyant and clairsentient and clairaudient. Um, and that's what we're talking about today is empathy, clairsentience. Are they one and the same? That's what we're going to talk about. So I hope you join in the conversation as well as ask questions in the chat room which should be down on your right-hand side. You should see that little chat box right there. If you have a question for me about the topic, or if you would like a free mini reading, those are always cool, aren't they? Raise your hand. There's a should be a little button there for you. There should be a little button there for you that um, you can tag, and then I'll see that you have a question. So let's go on with the show. It seems that the word empath or I'm empathic has grown in popularity over the last 10, 15 odd years or so. And it's almost always, oh, I'm so empathic. I can't handle all the stress and the energy. Well, my little chickadees, in my opinion, there are those people who are more touchy-feely or soak up the energy more than others, and that's who I would classify as empathic. But then there's also the rest of us human beings who are mammals. Thus, we are clairsentient. Yeah. So if you think you're just clairsentient, be grateful for that. Haha, <laughs> yes, because you don't want the extra added stress and emotional and physical and mental toll that an empath often has to go through and experience. Now, of course, let me correct that a little bit. An empath doesn't always have to, and those are the words, they don't have to experience that. And towards the end of the show, I will give the empaths out there a little bit of help. And even if your clairsentience is dialed up a little bit so that you're extra in tune, I can help you with that as well. And it's really a learning curve. So the more you do the exercises I give you, the better you are at dialing down that empathy or dialing down that clairsentient. You don't have to be at the mercy of your clairsentience or your empathic abilities. No, absolutely not. Just like we don't have to be at the mercy of our clairvoyance or, or our clairaudience. So, and of course there's other clairs. Of course there are other clairs. So we will um, go over that a little bit later on. So anyways, I think that that buzzword, the empath or the empathy, has really taken on a, a different note than I think what most of us can understand. And if you put two and two together, I often see that the word empath or empathic has a lot to do around the same time period as when the indigo children came in, the crystal children, the ruby and emerald and whatever stones there are. Now, I have seen that with those children, especially the indigo kids, that 
there is a higher level of not only empathy, but also the ability to tune into the spiritual world around them in general, whether it's clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience in the tummy, okay? Um, clairgustience, clairalliance, yeah. So there's different ways to connect with the world of spirit and interact with the world of spirit and manage your life. You don't have to be a victim. Absolutely no, not. So here's a, a little handy dandy little reference sheet that I put together for working with or determining whether you're empathic or clairsentient. And the first is, and this is if you're empathic, these are things that you might recognize in yourself. Now, if you're, you know, of course, there's always a degree scale, but not everybody's going to be at that higher level, right? So, and again, that's a, you should be thankful for that. Now, the first thing I get is that you feel the emotions and energies of other people in the environment, close nearby, right? So you may be walking through the grocery store and pick up the vibe or the, the feeling or the pain or the sadness or the glee of someone that you're walking past in the grocery store. Now, also, I have found personally that this also holds true for phone calls. Yep, yep. It's that energetic link that we have. Yeah, as soon as we turn into someone's name or their voice, we're automatically energetically linked to them. Pretty cool, huh? So also, so again, you know, when you're in that empathic state, you will have, I can guarantee it, problems when you walk into a public building. Restaurants are crazy. Stadiums, whether they're concert stadiums or ball game stadiums or something like that, because you have 10 million different emotions going on around you. And it's almost like, okay, so, you're picking up so much from other people, you would get overwhelmed, easily overwhelmed. And there are some people that they know right off the bat, I am not suited to public venues like that. I'm not suited to big events, um, having multiple people around me. Now, whether it's even just family, like a large family gathering or something like that, or a huge magnitude, right? For some people, it doesn't matter. What matters is the depth of which they are empathic, the amount of feelings and vibes and energy and emotion that they're getting from someone else, right? So it can be very um, caustic, I suppose you could say, caustic or drastic. Yeah. So an empath is also capable of perceiving pain from other people if they are in the vicinity. That's really one of the deciding factors between being empath or being a clairsentient, all right? That is really one of the deciding factors. So feeling pain, yes, physical, physical pain. Yeah, right? Here's an example. For instance, when I do a reading, mind you, I, I'm not, I don't consider myself empathic. However, your clairsentience can be honed to a degree where you also can feel the pain or um, emotions and um, that kind of thing with another person. 
So during a reading, very often spirit or the client will impress upon me, oh my gosh, I'm having a pain in my shoulder. Or, oh wow, I have this pain in my head to depict stroke or you know Alzheimer's, something like that. So we can pick those things up, all right? Now, very often with an empathic person, they will pick this up from other people, not necessarily from spirit beings around them. It could happen, yes, but empathic people are more in tune, at least in my findings, with the physical people that are around them presently. A clairsentient, on the other hand, those are the people who have animal-like instincts, which is all of us. Every one of us has the ability to tune in to the people, places, and things around us because we're mammals, right? That's that sixth sense, that gut instinct that's going to tell you, whoa, back off, or, oh, I just love the energy here. Yeah, or that person that's giving you the heebie-jeebies, right? That's your clairsentience, yes. Um, you can also pick that up with Claire, um, pardon me, with empathy as well, but not as well, okay? Now, um, you're also, the clairsentient is also capable of perceiving when someone is in danger or pain, even at a distance. So the clairsentient is also able to pick up or intuit when someone is in danger, when someone is in pain, close, or at a distance. This is how some mediums can pick up events worldwide, whether they're tragic events or joyful events or what have you, because they're able to pick up that vibe from the Earth's energy, from the person's energy. And if the event is of global impact or huge impact, like 9-11 um, or uh, Mount St. Helens or things like that, events that uh, do affect the globe on an emotional basis, these can be easily picked up well in advance of the event. Also, a clairsentient is also able to understand or feel when someone is paying attention to them or watching them or um, even sensing someone who's looking at them behind their back. And I think we've all kind of gotten this because we're all clairsentient, period. You think you might not be. Oh, yes, you are. Because you're a mammal. It's a given. So when you get the heebie-jeebies or the hair stands up on the back of your neck, Pay attention because I can guarantee you there's something going on there that you need to pay attention to. The trick then is to figure out who, what, where, when, and why. Mm -hmm. Which are you? Are you the clairsentient or are you the empath? Well, I've already discussed that you're all clairsentient. That's just the way it is. But do you think you're empathic? Are you overly emotional because someone else has been around you who's overly emotional? Do you get pain in your body for unexplainable reasons, right? When someone's near you, do you feel their stomach ache? Mm -hmm. If you are in the medical field, do you often wonder 
if you've just caught that person's illness, it's a possibility that you're picking up on them. In other words, most of us are a combination of empathic and clairsentient because that's who we are. That's how God made us. And that's the way we always shall be. And it's really something to be grateful for. It really is because it helps us with that fight or flight situation. It helps us with our own emotions. And if we tune into that, we can also determine whether we are perceiving someone else's ambivalence, their happiness, joy, pain, sadness, apathy. So when you experience these things, your task then would be to say, why am I feeling this way? What has caused me to be in this lousy mood? So think to yourself, is there anything that has happened to me today that has put me in this situation? And if you can logically answer no, then more than likely you are using your clairsentient muscles. And if you are intensely bothered, by someone you just talked to, or someone who is recently in your vicinity, then you're probably an empath. I often recommend students practice skills or exercises with their empathy or with their clairsentience. And I always recommend them to try out the skills on mundane things like yes or no questions. Okay, like, hmm, I have an appointment today. Is it going to be positive or is it going to be negative? And I want you to feel it. I want you to feel the answer to that question. Don't use your brain because that's what we're taught to do, right? We're always taught to use our left brain to figure things out. So, yes, there might be a logical deduction. So if you'd like to go a little bit deeper in that question, then it might be a sensible idea in testing the clairsentience or the empathy to figure out a little bit deeper um, situation in your appointment or in your meeting, okay? So will, and here's the funny thing, like I said, these have to be really silly, you know, ones that you don't really care if they're positive or negative. So. Will the person I have an appointment with wear a pink shirt? Again, something very simple. And you're not, you don't have a tie or a link to the outcome, right? It doesn't matter either way if you're right or wrong. The thing is, do you feel positive about that question? Do I feel that the person in the appointment will have a pink shirt on? Do I feel that? Yes, I actually do. So granted, I'm wearing pink, but that has no bearing on what someone else is wearing because I normally don't wear pink. Anyway, so little simple questions like that. So also testing your empathy or your empathic level. What I recommend you doing, and this might sound really kind of silly, it might make 
you look kind of odd, but that's okay. Who cares? Go to a restaurant that's very busy and just order a drink. Order not alcohol. <laughs> order yourself a nice tea or a glass of water or something like that. And just sit there and feel the vibe. Don't look at the people around you because that would kind of like be cheating. Because then your vision would affect what you're thinking, okay? Would affect your um, opinion of what's happening. So I'd like you to then tune in to those people that are around you in the restaurant. Just kind of like hone in. Or you could even throw out your fishing rod, okay? Tune into them. Do they feel like a happy person? They might be smiling and joyous right now, but are they generally a happy person? Are they a sad person? Right? Your intention here is not to go out and read people, because that would kind of be unethical. However, your intention should be to tune in and focus actually on yourself to focus on yourself to determine what you're feeling in regards to your surroundings and those people in your surroundings. And then when you're in that type of a situation where there's multiple people, can you then tune into different people at once in the same, same time, right? So I'm picking up, I'm picking up the vibe from a woman over here and she's very contemplative. I feel like there's something going on financially because I can feel that, right? There's some kind of worry. I feel worried. And I do get the sense it might be about financial stuff. But in the same time, I have a warring party. I feel like it's back here. This person's back here. I get the impression, and mind you, I'm not even looking at this person. I get the impression this is a man because I just sense that. Maybe a heavier energy or a denser energy. And through this person I'm feeling back there is that he's struggling with a relationship with someone younger. Okay. You can feel this all at the same time. So you get an idea how someone who's empathic can get so overwhelmed because not only do I have to figure out what the heck is going on with me, I'm picking up this lady over here with financial problems, this guy here with problems with this kid, and ah, right? So it's up to you to determine what you're picking up and what is yours and what is not yours. That should be your first exercise of the day, figuring out what's yours and what is not yours. Because then... I always tell my students, you know what, use protection. And some people would argue with that. Some people would say, well, if I'm not a negative person, I don't have to worry about any negativity. While that is the case, this protection is about you guarding your own energy, guarding your own self, almost like in your own little bubble, so that you can maintain the semblance of order in your life, that you're not overwhelmed with anxiety and sadness and guilt and, and mental pressure, right? So what that will do is allow you to feel and recognize your own energy as well as recognize the energy from someone else. Luckily, if you use that bubble, or that protective shield or what have you, 
You might not even feel that. You might not even feel those vibes. And if you do, then it will be greatly lessened. All right? I can guarantee it. Now, I do recommend using a bubble. It's really simple, too. Close your eyes. Close your eyes with me. You know, it takes a couple seconds. Do this. Close your eyes. Now, I want you to imagine yourself from the head down to your base of your feet, the soles of your feet, surrounded by a bubble, much like what you would see when a child blows bubbles. Your bubble, however, is impermeable. It cannot be popped, but you can feel that it's malleable. You can sense that you can move it, but it cannot get to you because of its buoyancy. And it cannot be popped. My bubble, for instance, is probably about three or four inches thick. I want your bubble to do the same, if not thicker. Imagine that bubble in your mind's eye. Appearing first from the top of your head, surrounding your body all the way down to the soles of your feet. You can surround yourself with this bubble, your automobile with this bubble, your home with this bubble, the airplane you're in with this bubble. In other words, it's limitless. So go ahead and open up your eyes. So with your eyes open now that you've seen this, bubble up. Can you imagine it with your eyes open? It doesn't matter. You can close your eyes if you want. But if you're in the midst of a conversation with someone and you have forgotten to bubble up, you can do it just like lickety split. Right. What's kind of a funny thing, too, is because often someone will then be able to sense the difference in you. And they'll say, what's wrong? What's going on here? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's simply your perception of this bubble, and they can pick up the energy shift. Mm -hmm. And it works. It works every time. I can guarantee it. So until next week, I wish you well. God bless. And go ahead and bubble up. Bye-bye.